Live from WRAL News Headquarters in Raleigh, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on. This morning, a few patchy light showers moving into the area. I'll show you who's most likely to be affected during the morning commute. This is a live look right now. Wake Forest Middle School, where there will be increased security today after a social media threat. What school leaders are telling parents about the enhanced safety measures. And President Biden is rallying support for Ukraine as the war there nears the one year mark. The response from Russian President Vladimir Putin today in Moscow. And as we speak, Russian President Vladimir Putin is delivering his State of the Nation address. We'll tell you what he said coming up. A lot of news to get to on this Tuesday morning as a lot of folks are back to work, back to school. I'm Renee Chu. Yeah, post, I'm Jeff Hogan. Uh, post President's mm -hmm. Day, uh, that extra day yesterday. Now, folks, as they get back to it here, Elizabeth Gardner in the WRO Severe Weather Center. We're in for a wild week weather-wise, but we have some showers popping up here. We do, and you know, we can see this again tomorrow morning with a warm front coming through. We're going to talk more about that in a few minutes. But here's what we're seeing right now. The rain is patchy and light. It's definitely reaching the ground in Sanford. We're seeing some of that here in Moore County, starting to push in a little bit farther south to getting closer to uh, to Cumberland County as well. But you can see this around Carthage, Southern Pines. It's moved through Sanford and now affecting folks there in Harnett County. We're going to see this becoming more widespread as we get through the next several hours. This is 6 a.m. right now, and you can see that continuing to press eastward across parts of Johnston County from Clinton to Goldsboro up the I-95 quarter and then it just zips right on out. There'll be plenty of folks, especially north of the Triangle, that don't see any of these sprinkles. Most of it's going to be from the Triangle area southward and it will be light and patchy. After that, we're dealing with clouds for a good bit of the day. I'm hoping we'll see a few breaks in the clouds at some point this afternoon, but it looks like it's going to be another fairly gray day for us. Our temperature 56 degrees, so we're starting nice and warm. A cloudy start this morning. Our cool temperature 45 in Roxborough and the warmest is Fayetteville at 62, but most of us are seeing temperatures in the mid to upper 50s heading out the door. We climb quickly into the 70s. We'll see 72 at lunchtime, and I would say, hey, eat your lunch outside, but it's going to be windy this afternoon. We'll see some gusts up to 30 miles per hour. We're going to talk about fire danger coming up in just a little while. It will be dry this afternoon, and highs will climb into the mid-70s. Brian? Here at 602, we're watching some of the cameras up in the Henderson area. This is I-85 out at Satterwhite Point Road. Not seeing any big problems with uh, wet roads or anything like that. Radar indicated some light rain up there, but it doesn't look like it's reaching the ground uh, there in the Henderson area. But as Elizabeth mentioned, it is falling in the Sanford area. So uh, here on the current road conditions model where you see that bright green, especially south of the Triangle, you are seeing some wet roads there. Just something you want to keep in mind here this morning. Zooming in closer to the Triangle, not really picking up any unusual delays. And for the moment, at least, we have no crashes showing up. We'll be back with another traffic and weather update in 10 minutes for day. Brian, thank you. Today, extra security and law enforcement will be at Wake Forest Middle School after a threat was posted on social media. That's where we find WRL's Laura Levine. Laura, this is just the latest in a string of threats at Wake County Schools. Unfortunately, it is, Renee. The first bell here rings around 6.50 this morning. Parents, faculty, and staff, they're going to notice that extra security here at Wake Forest Middle School because of that social media threat as officials begin their investigation. And what they're seeing today will be just a precautionary measure to make sure students feel safe. Principal Chris Bradford shared this message with parents, stating the school recently discovered a threat to the school and specific members of the community that was posted online. He also thanks students 
students and parents for coming forward with the information. This has been reported to the Wake County Sheriff's Office, who is investigating, along with the Wake County Public School security team. This school threat is added to the long list of threats made in the school system just this month alone. You're looking at a total of 11 schools across the district that's been targeted. Local and state officials are working right now to come up with solutions to help crack down on some of the social media threats we're beginning to see really across the triangle. We're going to continue to monitor the situation here at Wake Forest Middle School uh, when that law enforcement presence arrives as well. Laura Levine, WRL News, live in Wake Forest. We have breaking news we're following this morning in a speech that just wrapped up within the last 15 minutes. Russian President Vladimir Putin says he is pulling out of a nuclear weapons treaty with the U.S. He says Russia is ready to resume nuclear weapons tests if the U.S. does. In his speech, Putin doubled down on his reasoning for the war in Ukraine, which is nearing its one-year mark. He blamed the expansion of NATO and other moves by Western countries for forcing his hand into the invasion. He also pledged to strengthen his army while giving more support to families of Russian soldiers killed in the war. And Jeff, National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan says President Biden will not go head-to-head with Putin in his Warsaw speech that he plans on making later today. Sullivan says Biden's speech in Warsaw will act as an affirmative statement of values rather than a direct rebuttal to Putin's address, saying this is not a rhetorical contest with anyone else. Biden is set to speak later today from the Royal Castle in Warsaw, where he will speak on the continued support for Ukraine. Police are searching this morning for the person responsible for shooting and killing a man in the front yard of his Sanford home. Sky 5 shows us the scene of that shooting. It happened near Magnolia and Simmons Streets yesterday afternoon. Family members identified the man shot, 72-year-old Joseph Thomas Smith. A woman who identified herself as Smith's sister-in-law says she saw him being shot as she was going to her car. He was bleeding, just bleeding. He didn't even know he had been shot. And when I tried to grab him, he fell. Another man was shot and taken to the hospital. He is expected to be okay. This morning, even more school bus routes will go uncovered in Chapel Hill than yesterday. That's because more than half the district's drivers are sick. A majority have tested positive for COVID after an outbreak in the transportation building. This situation is making the existing bus driver shortage that much harder. Today, 23 bus routes will not have bus drivers. Yesterday, many parents opted to drop off their children. Other students were late to school by as much as an hour while they waited on a bus to pick them up. We're doing the best we can with the folks who can be at work today. It's nobody's idea of an ideal situation and it breaks our heart that some students may not be at school or at least some students are missing valuable time at school as a result of what's coming on. Chapel Hill Carborough City Schools is prioritizing elementary routes and those students with special needs. Any bus driver who tests positive for COVID has to be off for five days. The school system says no clusters of students have reported getting sick. Today, the Wake County Public Schools Board will take its first step toward finding a new superintendent. Superintendent Caddy Moore announced earlier this month that she will retire at the end of June. In a work session today, board members will hear a presentation from the North Carolina School Boards Association about recommendations for hiring a replacement. Moore has been the school system superintendent since 2018. 
another milestone in the push for more charter schools in North Carolina. Today, state education leaders are celebrating the opening of the Triangle's newest charter school. An opening ceremony is happening at the Triangle Math and Science Academy of Apex. This is the first phase of a $65 million campus project. It will serve students in kindergarten through eighth grade. TMSA uses multiple ways of admitting students, which can improve diversity. Some charter schools have become more diverse as they've adopted what are called weighted lotteries, which are basically lotteries of applicants um, that are designed around, you know, we'll accept students that reflect the demographic of the county we're operating in. A new high school is also in the works on the TSMA Apex campus. It's due to open fall of 2024. Coming up in our next half hour, WRS I Harden takes a closer look at the growth of charter schools in North Carolina. A man accused of carrying out sex crimes with a seven-year-old will remain in jail under a $1 million bond. That's the ruling from a judge for Kenneth Newcomer. He's charged with felonies linked to abuse at Good Shepherd Lutheran Church on Creedmoor Road in Raleigh. Police say the abuse took place in 2007. Newcomer's wife was that church's longtime children's ministry director. A growing number of people are reporting health issues in the aftermath of a massive train derailment and chemical release in Ohio. Today, the state will open a health clinic for those concerned that their symptoms are linked to the derailment. Teams from the CDC and the U.S. Department of Health will also be in the area this week. Many folks who live there say they're experiencing symptoms like nausea, headaches, and trouble breathing. I have lost my sense of smell and taste since then. Some respiratory issues. It's unclear what, if any, long-term health problems might arise from the train wreck or controlled release of vinyl chloride. A live look now at the French Quarter in New Orleans, where Mardi Gras is about to officially get started. The first parade there today steps off at 8 this morning, local time. Festivities kicked off yesterday with the arrival of the King and Queen of Carnival. It's tradition for them to arrive by boat at the city's riverfront on the day before Mardi Gras, which is known as Lundi Gras. That Tuesday underway. New video this morning showing the aftermath of a massive explosion at a factory in Ohio. The update police gave after midnight about the damage caused by that blast. The sound of marching bands is the heartbeat of many HBCU campuses. A look at the important role these musicians play at their schools. Today, temperatures really climb, looking at 70s today and Thursday, that 85 degrees. I'll show you what records, not just one, but several that it could break coming up. It is 612, just a little light patchy rain out here on the dual Doppler 5000 radar. It's moving from west to east, affecting mostly our county south of Raleigh. It's not very heavy, so just some light patchy rain may make for some damp conditions for your commute this morning. We've seen some showers in Southern Pines and Carthage. It's starting to move into Andercoats, Dunn, and just north of Fayetteville right now. It'll continue to be with us for about an hour or so. That's about it. We take a look at Sanford, and you can see there's a little bit of dampness on the roads, but it's not much. This shouldn't be a huge deal for your commute this morning. It's 55 in Irwin, 52 in Lewisburg, 59 in Southern Pines. So it's another warm start. And when the doors open in the afternoon for the kids to run out of school, temperatures are going to be in the mid 70s. We'll talk more about our next chance for rain coming up, Brian.
613 right now as we take a look at traffic around the triangle. No crashes showing up right now in Durham County and also looking pretty good in Wake County as we check those major approaches into Raleigh. Live sensor data indicating about a two minute delay on 40 westbound right around the Clayton Bypass area. But as usual, once you get up into Garner toward Business 70 and beyond, traffic looks fine through south and west Raleigh. Coming in from Nightdale, we're looking good on 87 southbound and the ride out of Apex through Cary on US 1 northbound. All clear now all the way out toward I-40, Jeff. Thanks, Brian. New this morning, we have learned a massive explosion at a metals factory near Cleveland, Ohio, is now deadly. Police in the Cleveland suburb of Oakwood Village announced after midnight a 46-year-old maintenance worker died from his injuries. Twelve other people were taken to the hospital. New video shows the smoke from that factory. Drivers could see it from the road. Investigators have not said what caused the explosion. Powerful enough, though, to scatter debris hundreds of feet away. Today, the son of disgraced South Carolina attorney Alec Murdoch will take the stand in his father's double murder trial. The defense is calling Buster Murdoch to testify, as well as an expert in reconstructing accidents. That expert will give a different perspective on how investigators handled the scene of the murders. Murdoch is accused of killing his wife Margaret, their son Paul, in the days after Murdoch was accused of fraud at his law firm. Secretary of State Antony Blinken is in Greece today, meeting with the country's foreign minister. Blinken praised Greece's response to the Russia-Ukraine war, saying Greece was one of the first countries to stand up to Russia and show support for Ukraine. Blinken had a private meeting with Greece's prime minister last night. Alec Baldwin will face downgraded charges when he appears in a courtroom for his role in a deadly shooting this Friday. Prosecutors in New Mexico reduced Baldwin's involuntary manslaughter charge. That would cut down on the time he could face in jail from five years to a maximum of 18 months. Baldwin was holding the gun that fired on the set of the movie Rust, killing the film's cinematographer, Helena Hutchins. Baldwin's lawyers say their client was charged wrongly under state law, but that law passed months after the shooting took place. Former U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley makes her first campaign stop in Iowa since announcing she was running for president. When asked why people should vote for her instead of former President Donald Trump, she talked about the need to look forward. We need to leave the status quo in the past in the past. We've got work to do. We've got to look forward. We've got to figure out what we're going to do for America. This is bigger than a person. Haley announced her candidacy last week in South Carolina, where she was the governor for six years. A Virginia community on edge this morning after a threat to the elementary school where a six-year-old is accused of shooting his teacher just a few weeks ago. A school supervisor wrote to parents saying a fifth grader in Newport News texted a group that he would, quote, quote, pop some bullets and tell someone to shoot up the class. Another student in that group shared the text with a parent who then notified the school. Police and school officials are investigating. Last month, a first grade teacher at the same school was shot on campus. She is recovering. Coming up this morning on today, a look at the impact of marching bands at historically black colleges and universities. As part of the new NBC series, Discover Black Heritage, Hoda Kotb profiles the talented musicians at Virginia State University as they compete in a battle of the bands competition. The band's director explains why HBCU marching bands are the heartbeat of their schools. We're the soundtrack of the university. When students go to class, they hear the, the drums outside sometimes playing. We are the biggest ambassadors for the university. 
Now this morning on today, the enduring culture and legacy of HBCU marching bands and the tight knit family they form as they compete at the highest level. Today airs right after this newscast, seven o'clock on WRAL. And while we're looking forward, how about this week's weather? Elizabeth Gardner and WRL Severe Weather Center with a look at what's ahead, including record setting temperatures potentially. We're going to set not just one record, but potentially two records on Thursday. We're going to talk about what those are coming up. This morning, we do have just a few isolated showers. We could also see that again tomorrow morning. This morning, it's just a weak disturbance moving through. Tomorrow morning, a warm front. And that warm front, of course, is going to open the door to what could be 80s on Thursday. In the meantime, we have increased fire danger today with some gusty winds up to 30 miles per hour and some drying conditions during the afternoon. So you shouldn't do any outdoor burning today. We take a live look at our camera. Goldsboro, Durham, Apex, and Chapel Hill. All is quiet. Not seeing rain on any of these cameras, but it is a little damp in some of our southern counties. We take a live look at the dual Doppler 5000 radar from Fayetteville up through parts of Harnett County. We've seen some rain across Sanford and back into Moore County, getting ready to move across parts of Johnston County and toward Goldsboro and Wilson. We'll zoom in a little closer. And again, Southern Pines, Carthage have been seeing some showers. Dunn, Benson, Smithfield, just south of Clayton. Haven't seen much of it from the Triangle area northward. We could see just a light patchy shower. We have this disturbance that's moving in across our area. It'll be quick moving through. It's going to be in and out and just bring us some very light patchy rain. As a matter of fact, very little of it will even measure in the rain gauges. Easily a few hundreds of an inch is about all we'll see. Here's a look at Futurecast. You can see those showers shifting toward Clinton, Goldsboro, and Wilson as we get through the next hour and then just right on out of here. We check out Futurecast and it's possible that we will see a few breaks in the clouds this afternoon. Uh, we have another front that'll swing through and that will increase our winds as we get closer to that front. So that's why uh, it's not a good idea to try to do any burning outside today. Tomorrow morning, warm front lifts through. This is five o'clock and you can see again, just a quick little sprinkle that's out of here by eight or nine. And then we're going to see some nice clearing. We get a surge of really warm air coming up from the south. Wednesday's highs will be in the upper 70s and then that will uh, get us all ready for some temperatures in the 80s on Thursday. Saturday will be our next best chance for rain. This is Saturday at 5 a.m. We're going to start on the dry side. As the morning wears on, we'll see an increasing chance for rain. It should be fairly widespread by lunchtime. Rain on and off through the afternoon, some of that fairly steady. And then it tapers off overnight, and Sunday looks drier. Now, Saturday will be chilly with that rain, but then Sunday looks like it'll be warmer. So a small chance this morning and tomorrow morning, looking at a 50% chance of rain in the afternoon. If you do have plans to be outside Saturday, keep checking back, as sometimes we tweak the timing of those showers. But that's what it looks like for now. The weekend is not a washout. We'll see a warm day on Sunday with the high of 70, Brian. It is 620 right now. Going to head up to North Raleigh for a live look at that camera at Lewisburg Road at 540. All dry here, and you see the traffic looks fine. No delays coming in from Rollsville right now, and 540 westbound looks fine, heading away from Lewisburg Road through Capitol all the way out toward the airport. Taking a look around the triangle, just checked in with Raleigh 911. No crashes reported anywhere in Wake County. We're looking good on major routes in Durham. Just our usual backup coming in on 40 westbound right around the Clayton Bypass. I want to give you a heads up about some railroad work that's going to cause some problems in Butner today. So at some point this morning, they're planning to close the railroad crossing there at Gate 2 Road and Central Avenue to repair that uh, badly deteriorated crossing. And they're hoping to have it open by tomorrow. In the meantime, expect a detour there using Highway 56. Brian, thanks. A popular baby formula brand facing a recall because of a possible health risk. What you need to check on the label to see if the can may be contaminated. And tens of thousands more fans get their chance to enjoy outdoor hockey at Carter-Finley Stadium. 
the show teams from NC State and UNC put on for them under the lights. Here's a look at your winning lottery numbers. We'll be right back. This What's Trending report sponsored by Rug and Home. An Oscar-winning actress from here in the Triangle is dealing with some social media criticism. Yeah, Brian Schrader here now with What's Trending this morning, Brian. Indeed, Ariana DeBose deactivated her Twitter account yesterday amid negative response to her performance at the BAFTA Awards on Sunday. She rapped about all of the women nominated for awards at the show. The lyric, quote, Angela Bassett did the thing, end quote, drew the most comments and spawned the most memes. So Ariana did the opening number, and I guess people on Twitter just uh, felt it was painful to watch. But the awards producer said, look, Ariana, you know, worked really hard on it, came up with the whole thing, worked closely with their whole team, and thought she didn't deserve all that vitriol. But people on Twitter are going to hate. That they will. They do. (laughs) I guess I'll have to find out what the thing was that uh, Angela Bassett did. Uh, This video, a former Duke star Kyrie Irving and his new teammate Luka Doncic making basketball fans smile. Doncic made the, uh, did the made you look thing to Irving on the sideline during the NBA's All-Star Weekend and check out his response when he realized what had happened. That's just the oldest trick in the book, right? (laughs) Kyrie Irving just got traded uh, to the Mavericks. Okay, so these two are brand new teammates, and this is the All-Star Game weekend, so it's just fun and games right now. But Mavericks fans should be pretty happy about the way they're getting along because that's, that's a pretty good sign right there. All this trick in the book. Yeah, I feel like that would totally be a Jeff Hogan thing. Jeff Hogan made you like me. <laughs> Brian, thank you. Brian, thanks. Cruz saved a dog overnight that was stuck in a hole in his family's backyard in Maryland. Fire crews were called to the scene around 9 last night to rescue the animal. According to authorities, the 13-year-old dog named Sammy was walking in the backyard when he fell into a construction hole and got stuck. Sammy was reunited with his family a few hours later. We have a recall to tell you about involving a popular baby formula. Enfabil says it's voluntarily recalling two batches of its pro-sobe formula. The company says this is because bacteria may have contaminated the formula. The recall affects 145,000 cans. So far, there is no evidence that the bacteria made its way into the formula, and there are so far no reports of anyone getting sick. The formula was made between August and September. It's set to expire March 1st of next year. One local school will have extra security today after a social media threat targeted the school. We're live in Wake Forest with a look at how leaders here are handling the situation. A new school opening for a charter in Wake County. Coming up, we're going to tell you who will be visiting and tell you why we're seeing more pop up. A little bit of light patchy rain rolling into the viewing area this morning. You can see a few sprinkles here on the camera lens in Pinehurst. I'll show you who will be affected during the morning commute.